0: people powerful people thank you for being here welcome back my friends to another episode of redefining reality I'm your host Brian Hardy holistic nutritionist and integrative wellness coach it has been a minute it has been a minute I hope you're doing well it has been crazy times 2018 summer of 2018 was wild. And I was all over the place in beautiful ways, traveling throughout Ontario, traveling down into the states, really expanding the events and the festivals, and being able to offer myself and my my you know my speaking and my in- person healing services with the amp coil and the rapid release and just good old hands on body work and topical CBD, and all of the things that I love and that have really become a major fixture in my work over the last year. And uh, if you haven't heard of that, or if I haven't mentioned that, then I'm doing so now, that doing in-person integrative health treatments has really become something that I've come to love and uh, develop more of a skill and more of a practice around um, and I find that in this, in this age of everything going online, that these types of things, at least for myself, are very useful to keep me grounded, to keep me focused, to keep me engaged and interested in what's going on. Because staring at a screen, I can only do for so many hours of the day. Um, I don't know about you, but it gets really trying and really draining to be in front of the computer all the time. Which is why I take the summers off for the podcast. And that's why I am coming back to you now. This is the second week of October. We just had Thanksgiving here in Canada. Everybody stuffed themselves with turkey and ham and pumpkin pie and pecan pie and all those good things. So if that was you, then uh, hopefully you are getting back into your routine this week. I know I started my day with celery juice and infrared sauna. And uh, I'm really just digging that vibe. And a few things to mention before we get into the podcast for today, which is a recording that I captured at the Canna Bliss Retreat, which was at the beginning of September. An amazing life-changing retreat with such a awesome tribe of people. People who I have now become very close friends with and colleagues, and uh, that you'll be hearing more about. As we move forward and continue to develop this Synergy, pun intended, because Synergy Health Services, a place run by Dr. Ira Price and Tyler May, two soul brothers I met at Cannabis, and had the opportunity to be on their podcast, which I will probably also uh, publish on my podcast. Um, Those two guys run Synergy Health Services, and we're going to be doing more and more with them as the time goes on. But enough about that let's talk about some of my favorite companies and sponsors so vitaging fantastic herbs and medicinal mushrooms whether you need lion's mane for your brain or cordyceps for energy or reishi for stress they have you covered and in fact going into the winter i'm really looking at the chaga and making chaga tea making coffee infused with chaga making uh, chaga-infused bone broth, all those great things. So go over to vitaging.ca forward slash, well not forward slash, just vitaging.ca. What am I trying to say? Vitaging.ca and enter the code HARDY, that's capital H-A-R-D-Y, at checkout and save yourself some coin. So also I have been making in small batches, this is only for the insiders, in small batches, uh, chocolates infused with CBD. And I've got some really good full spectrum CBD oil tinctures that I've been using and selling just on a small scale to friends, to family, to clients. So if you are looking for the highest quality, full spectrum, nano enhanced CBD tincture that I've come across in the last, you know, 16 months of doing this and researching CBD, and trying about five or six different products, this is the highest quality I've found. And it's Canadian-made, it's nano-enhanced, it's full-spectrum, and it's blended with an amazing mix of other synergistic synergistic ingredients, which are ginkgo biloba, astragalus, turmeric, ginger, spearmint, cinnamon, and I think that's it. Oh, and 60-plus terpenes. 60 plus terpenes so that is a whole lot of goodness in one bottle I'd never seen a bottle with that kind of ingredient stack before which is why I'm so excited about it so for that you're going to want to reach out to me directly I don't have a Shopify store set up just yet it's in the works online store is coming soon Um, but for any of the chocolates or the CBD oils just hit me up personally on either Facebook or Instagram or email if you have my email Um, You'll find it through my website, and just be in contact because these are some great things that people are really loving. These are products that I created for myself that have been helping me for over a year and that I want to share with you, Uh, and the chocolate is vegan and keto-friendly, so it's pretty incredible stuff. Super clean, got some cinnamon, some ginger, some licorice root, some stevia, some xylitol, uh, it's cacao butter, cacao paste, coconut oil. It's really clean, pretty much like 95% organic and quite amazing. So hit me up if you want some of that magical medicine and uh, that'll be that. So without further ado, this is a talk that I gave at the Cannabis Retreat all around integrating cannabis into a wellness lifestyle. And we talk about a bunch of stuff. We talk about digestion, talk about scar tissue, And many different things, things that I'll be talking about actually at the upcoming Toronto Biohacking Summit, which is next week, my goodness, next Monday and Tuesday, October 15th and 16th. There are still tickets available for the whole conference or for a one-day pass. um, Or to come, say you want to just come and have wine and cheese and meet a bunch of awesome biohackers and world-renowned speakers and leaders and doctors, then we want to have you there. Because it's going to be a powerful, powerful time of connecting in community. So that will be found. Details for that at sparkbiohack.ca. And uh, they have some coupon code deals going on right now. Last I checked, they had a buy one, get one 50% off, um, which is a fantastic deal. If they don't still have that, you can try using coupon code HARDY again. That's all capitals, H-A-R-D-Y, and see if it doesn't knock off... uh, you know, 15% off of your purchase because that's going to be amazing. We got Ben Greenfield coming in. We'll have Dr. Dr. Sachin Patel or rather just Sachin Patel. He let his license expire. Sachin Patel of the Living Proof Institute. We'll have Jason Fung, Fasting, Wiz. We'll have the guys from uh, Finland. We got Timu Arena and I'm forgetting the other guy's name. Forgive me. Uh, if you're listening to this, but uh, the, the, the Biohacker Summit crew are all coming to town. So it's going to be such a good time. Would love to connect with you there. Again, that's sparkbiohack.ca. Without further ado, here is my talk on cannabis and a wellness lifestyle at the Cannabis Retreat. And of course, if you are struggling with your health symptoms, if you're struggling with digestion, if you're struggling with scar tissue, If you're struggling with chronic fatigue and energy challenges and or you want to prevent surgery because you've been injured and you want to take a more holistic, integrative approach, then please hit me up, Facebook or Instagram, or email me, optimalhealth at brianhardy.ca. That is all from me. I love you guys. Thank you for being here. Please share this episode with a friend that you know would benefit and until then, keep being you, keep shining bright, and stay beautiful. Much love.
1: Oh, and I should introduce myself. I'm Gabriela. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Thank you. Uh, we we'll go there. We have a marker. We've got a marker. Okay. Good afternoon, beautiful people, and thank you for being here and, uh, you know, of this movement, making the trip out here, uh, investing your time and your energy and your resources to support this very grassroots, community-driven, wellness-driven shifting and building and integrating of these various pieces, right? We have the medical side, we have the lifestyle side, we have the art side and the food and the delicious infused treats that you can probably get over there maybe, I'm not sure, but um, it's just such an honor. It really is such an honor to be here and to be able to share a bit about what I've done in my own journey, uh, how it's helped me to get here and to be doing what I'm doing. And ways that I like to stack it with other therapies to create synergistic results, um, which is something that I'm always looking for in client work. If I'm doing in-person hands-on therapies for pain and for injury recovery purposes, um, then you know I want to make the most of the hour or 90 minutes or whatever the time is I have with my hands on somebody, I want to make the most of that time. Um, to give them the the best value and the most shifting towards wellness or towards um, embodiment, right? Which is such a big piece that cannabis helps us to achieve and connect to. And in our very mind-heavy, you know, over-intellectual culture that is really divorced from the body in many ways, um, it's that coming home to a sense of groundedness and ease and peace and strength and adaptability and mobility and flexibility within our tissues right within our bodily temple the meat suit that we've been born with been given been blessed with um, that really makes these these things sustainable right Um, because it's, it's all great to you know have a vaporizer sometime and like go for a walk in the woods but if you only do that once every six months then you're probably still quite, you know, heavy on the stress side in your life if you're not getting that exposure, that nature connection. That's going to help you just be more of yourself, right? Which is essentially what I like to do with clients is to help them be more of who they are and to be able to express that so that so that you know, I selfishly and the rest of us can all benefit from their offering or their gift or their contribution, which I believe we all have. I believe we all have a unique contribution, a purpose, you know, if I may say that word, um, that is within us and that we're here to share. So a little bit of background about myself, just so you think, you know, you know where I'm coming from, um, is that when I was 18 years old, I nearly died and, uh, that was due to a ruptured appendix that was misdiagnosed. Um, funnily enough at the same hospital, where Dr. Price had done a lot of it was his... not me. No, no. I wish I met you back then. Life could have been so much better. Um, but divine timing is perfect. So uh, I was at McMaster studying automotive engineering and I got really sick in the first week of second semester. Really sick. I thought I had just like a terrible flu, but just felt off and like weird. Didn't have any localized pain on the right side that would have tipped me off towards appendicitis because my sister had her appendix out in the 12th grade. But so I just felt weird, just weird, and was puking and just feeling awful. And after four days of that, the pain got so intense where I'm like, okay, time to go to a hospital, because it was just like acid, like lava, like inside my guts and it was awful. And so I went to the hospital and uh, um, to make a long story short, the doctor, you know, he poked me a few times and did an x-ray and gave me two shots of morphine and two Tylenol 3s and prescribed those, um, and then told me I had the flu and I might miss a couple days of school and go sleep it off. Um, So I'm glad I didn't listen to his advice because I would not be here today had I done that. Um, And luckily enough, I went to a different hospital later that day and they did a CT scan and said, you are a mess, you know, the technical term, you're a mess, Uh, so we're gonna do surgery right away. You might wake up with a colostomy bag and a restructured colon, uh, but hopefully it's just the appendix. And luckily it was just the appendix. And uh, I did wake up with quite the the wound though, which I wear with pride actually, and has taught me a lot. Yeah, so that's due to infection. So imagine this, and this is really the gift of adversity, um, was, you know, the... But and not to get too too graphic, I don't want to gross anybody out. But I think it's instructive, um, and it's why I'm here. And so, you know, imagining having made it through this surgery and just being in hospital and being miserable and living on, you know, packaged broth and Jello and all these ridiculous non-foods, and uh, once they pulled the, you know, the staples out, it just opened up in those two spots. And so I was literally there, looking down, seeing the stitches in my abs that were holding the muscle together, just like gaping infected holes. And that was my first sort of rock bottom. Um, and the beginning of a completely different direction, You know, shifting from engineering to health. And uh, it's been my full-time passion and study ever since. That's been about seven years. And, uh, but it took a whole year until from after that, until I really got the shift about health consciousness because they didn't tell me like you know you caused this like you are responsible for what happened in your body um they said it's kind of genetic and it kinda just happens and makes you eat enough protein during your recovery and if you wanna you know cosmetically deal with the scar there's this stuff called bio oil that you can buy at a shoppers drug mart and rub on there which has mineral oil which is a known carcinogen from the research I shortly did shortly after and I actually had a mole grow From like zero days to like the seventh day of using it, a mole popped up and I looked online on the EWG website. If you ever want to check your products at home, the Environmental Working Group has a website called Skin Deep. You can put any personal care product in there and it gives you a rating out of 10, 10 being terrible, toxic, don't use this stuff. And so I put it in there and I'm like, oh, so they told me to use this stuff that's a known carcinogen for this scar. So this is just, they're just not helpful. They're just not helpful. So I sought help with naturopaths And books and have never stopped since Um, so when it comes to the gut and dealing with scar tissue because I also suffered bowel obstructions at a part throughout that journey um, that's my expertise is how do we rebuild the gut which is the foundation of health when your gut goes everything starts to follow and how do we prevent complications from scarring um, and break down that tissue to bring motility and flow back into the body so those are things that fascinate me to no end, um, and which I'd love to chat more about throughout the day or at another time if, if that rings you know, true for you or something you're interested in. But bringing it all back, halfway through that process, first year university, started to smoke cannabis, um, didn't call it cannabis back then, just called it weed, and used it pretty much to make video games more fun and YouTube videos more entertaining. Um, and started doing yoga at the same time. You know, P90X was like the thing, and Yoga X, you know, Yoga X, which is fucking hard. That is humbling. I did not make it through my first time of Yoga X. I gave up like halfway through. I'm not proud of it, but that's what happened. Um, But then I did it again in a group setting um, after starting to get into cannabis, and that started to open me up and uh, just caused some really beautiful shifts. And that's the first thing I want to talk about when it comes to integrating cannabis into a wellness lifestyle which is really my function and my value to a client or to an organization right to uh, employees of an organization is to teach them how to be their own nutritionist how to be their own massage therapist so they don't have to come and see people like me all the time right they can invest in some tools at home and self-regulate for the most part which is the only way that I can really see that we're going to ever create a sustainable, prevention-focused healthcare system, is we all need to take it upon ourselves to be responsible and to accept that, okay, we've been given this body, no one's going to care more about it than us, and we've only got one, you know, so far as we know. I mean, stem cells are pretty cool, and I can talk about that, but that's a different topic, regenerating tissues with various things, um, which is exciting. But ultimately, we want to be sustainable, affordable, accessible, and fun, and enjoyable. Right? Because I don't know about you, but it's a lot of work to go to the gym, and then to go to yoga, and then to go to your, like, juice bar, or to buy your produce and make your juice, and to, you know, what other wellness things are, to go and get your sunshine, you know, and get your 20, 30 minutes of full-body sunshine, and then to... Like, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of work we have to do to reverse the crazy, unnatural lifestyle that we've been sort of, you know, woken up in. Um, and if you don't have the, uh, the benefit of that being your work, right? Like, I'm blessed in that I've made my work um, my lifestyle, pretty much. And so it's my job to be as healthy as I can be, um, which helps with, like, the self-care guilt that can sneak in for so many of us right? Taking that time for yourself when you really should be doing more work, right? You really should be getting back to those emails or you should really be more productive or whatever the story is that might be running in the mind uh, that keeps us, you know, running all the time. Like it won't shut off unless we, you know, do something to shut it off, which cannabis is great at doing, at least in my experience. Every time I get onto my yoga mat, either in a live class or on a YouTube video or whatever and have just a little bit, maybe two hits from a vaporizer, in my system it's like, okay, I'm back, I'm present, my breath expands, my mind focuses, I tune into the body, and then you're, you're home, essentially. Right, that to me is being home, feeling at home, uh, feeling at ease, feeling empowered. And then you get off the mat an hour later and you're just like you know, your chest a little bit taller and you're standing tall and you're feeling good and you're in the flow, right? And so we wanna keep that, um, flowing through our days, right? I want to live more in that space, right? I don't want struggle to be the default. I want flow and connection and community to have a more pronounced presence in my experience. Um, and I imagine some of you are the same. I hope you're the same. And if you're not, maybe this will help convince you that that's a worthwhile goal to pursue. Um, so number one thing on how to integrate uh cannabis into a wellness lifestyle is with a movement practice. Right? That could be walking in the woods with your dog, with your friend, with your child. That could be riding a bike. That could be doing a yoga class. There's some fantastic places where you can do, you know, get medicated and do the yoga all in one space. I know that Dr. Price has that going on at his clinic. Um, What do you guys call it again? Vape series yoga. Vape series yoga. So that's happening in Hamilton. If you're in Toronto, there's an amazing studio called the House of Yoga at Bloor & Christie, um, where the same types of classes happen. And that studio, I mean, single-handedly has changed my life in so many profound ways. And a lot of my friends and the practitioners who are actually here today have been through there and are students of that that studio. And um, Dana teaches there. Um, So there's access points, right? There are communities that are doing this, and there's access points. And with legalization happening... It's only going to increase and explode, right? So, if you're even thinking, where are the opportunities for me to be part of this shift and be part of this industry, you know, that to me is a huge one, right? Create a space, create a niche to be the go to cannabis infused experience in whatever way that, you know, looks for you. Um, And some just basic, you know, uh, recommendations to enhance that, right? So, if you're doing something more energetic, you probably want a more energetic strain. Right? So if you have some of your favorite sativas um, or just hybrids or whatever, things that lift you up, right, those are great ways to start your practice because it sort of energizes you, gets you going, um, you know, brings the energy up, and is going to fuel you through all that movement and all that work that you're going to be doing. And then winding down, getting into the more meditative space, you might want more of an indica, you know, characteristically something that's more relaxing or maybe just pure CBD, right? Maybe you don't want any psychoactivity and you just have CBD to start your practice, which again can be very centering, right? And very calming. And you know, we know it's anti-inflammatory and just helps you feel better in your body. Um, so bringing cannabis into whatever it is, going to the gym, working out, gymnastics, yoga, walks on the beach, bike rides, you know, love making with your significant other, Right? Highly recommend. Highly recommend. The, the presence and the connection that you can establish is profound, right? It's really profound. Um, and another one of our friends here, Katrina, will be talking later today on cannabis and sexuality and uh, how to integrate those more and bring that into your intimate space. Um, and just by a show of hands, who here has like a regular yoga practice or movement practice or goes to a studio? Okay. And who of those same people has, a, has, has in the past, or um, regularly infuses cannabis, cannabinoids? Okay, okay. So I'm kind of preaching to the converted here. Um, but, you know, reinforcing the message is, uh, is always good, so. Um, another piece I wanted to talk about, which Dr. Price also mentioned, is the anti-inflammatory effects of cannabis in the gut. And THC, in particular, in the gut. And you may or may not be familiar, but there's different theories on depression and what actually causes depression, right? So there's the, um, in my view, more outdated uh, serotonin-dependent theory, which is that you don't have enough serotonin in your brain, so we're going to give you a drug that helps it to circulate for longer, which can increase your mood over time um, and help move you out of depression. Now, there's a lot missing in that theory because most of the serotonin in our brain comes from our gut. And when your gut's inflamed, it's virtually impossible to feel good and happy and energized because you're just not producing the raw material to have your brain feel balanced and to have your, yourself feel, you know, satiated and, you know, content with life, right? And so when you take a root cause perspective to all health, you know, crises or challenges, which again is part of this shifting, right? Getting away from symptoms, looking at root causes. Uh, Functional medicine does a pretty good job of this. Um, You know, the school school I went to, the Institute of Holistic Nutrition, does a pretty good job of this. Uh, More on the nutrition side, of course, you know, addressing gross deficiencies before looking to, you know, superfood your way to better health. It's like, okay, are you getting enough vitamin D? Are you getting enough magnesium? You know, basic things that if you're not supplementing with either of those, you're probably, you know, Uh, shooting yourself in the foot a little bit and magnesium is a simple one right it's like super simple and it's the relaxation mineral right we've got an epidemic of anxiety and depression and there's no coincidence that the relaxation mineral magnesium is largely missing from people's lives right so whether that's an Epsom salt bath right soak yourself in some magnesium sulfate a few times a week In a bath? I mean, I don't know. I've definitely passed out in Epsom salt baths before. Oh, um, best? Like, should you be in there for I, I think 15, know, 20, 20 like minutes like is sufficient. Minutes. Yeah,
1: I'm 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 10 10 minutes. yeah. You think 10 minutes in, like, a- yeah. 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 I, do the I just go to in Hamilton. Yeah. I
0: have
1: a there yeah. Yeah. Really yeah. Yeah. Well, that's better. Because you,
0: you'll never get that much salt in your home tub. Yeah, I guess you say right? good. I never thought of that. Yeah. yeah. And that's the best way. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh. That I is. I think that's how we came across everything after I signed up my membership. is what I saw Synergy doing, like an event there or something. And then from there, okay. like, got all this stuff and saw that this was happening. And that
1: was, like, how we came about everything. Awesome. And that was just random one morning. We were, like, screw it, we're going. Like, where's the first place that's open?
0: and Awesome. Now we're here. Connections, right? Connections. Um, And that's, this is a little bit of an aside is that magnesium topically is the best way to get magnesium. Um, It has the most benefits topically. You can buy sprays that are really good that you can spot treat with if you've just trained, right? So if you've done a really heavy bodybuilder style, like back and arms day at the gym or legs day or whatever it is, before you go to sleep or before you shower, if you spray yourself down with some topical magnesium, your recovery will be markedly improved. Um, just with delayed onset muscle soreness in the next few days. Um, And yeah, topically is the best way to get it. Topically is the best way to get a lot of things actually, because anything we put on the skin that gets into the skin gets into the blood. um, And bypasses the gut, right, because a lot of things get broken down and, you know, kind of destroyed in the gut, which is what it's for, right? This acidic chamber that breaks things down, that's why it's there. Um, And so Uh, The relaxation mineral magnesium right in therapeutic dosages like we got to talk therapeutic dosages when you're looking at nutrition nutrition Rather than recommended daily allowances, which are the base amount to prevent uh, Diseases caused by deficiency Right, so the RDA for vitamin C for instance is the amount you need to not get scurvy. I Don't know about you, but I want to be better than just above scurvy Right, I don't Yeah, I don't want to be living on scurvy's doorstep, right?
1: You don't want scurvy.
0: No, it's insanity. It's insanity. Um, And you know, funny story, just how divorced, which makes sense as to why we're still so divorced in our culture at large from nature, right? The colonializers or whatever, you know, my ancestors, when they came over here and started getting scurvy, they were literally surrounded by evergreen trees. All they had to do was make tea from the needles, of evergreen trees and scurvy is not an issue, but they're so you know disconnected, they don't have the information, and so they have to like import limes from across the fucking ocean, and ration them, and like you know they're bleeding gums. It's just like a bad scene, and so, yeah, yeah. So you know, and that's the foundation. We're still riding the momentum of those people's actions, right up until today. It's not that long ago that this all happened. Um, And so therapeutic dosages, right? Magnesium is a pretty easy one. Um, 150 milligrams per 25 pounds of body weight, which is a lot of magnesium, right? That's about a gram of magnesium for most people. I'm like 160 pounds. So for me, that's like 650, 700, 800 milligrams of magnesium a day. And if you're eating greens, which all contain magnesium by the nature of them having chlorophyll, um, you'll be getting, you know, a portion of that. But you really can't... um, get therapeutic dosages of of most nutrition most nutrients from food like it's just not possible i wish it were possible and if you lived on a biodynamic farm and ate everything fresh from live rich soil you probably wouldn't need to supplement as much but for most of us who don't live in that paradise yet um you got to supplement to really be you know at the top of your game whether that comes from herbal supplements um or you know nutritional supplements you're gonna feel better over time, right? You're just gonna feel better, your brain's gonna work better, your body's gonna work better, and you're gonna get more out of yourself, of your system. Um, and so, so we've talked movement, we've talked inflammation, so gut, bring it back to the gut, uh, inflammation in the gut, so. Um, when we bring integrity back to our digestive system, Right, which again, this is like the IBS stats for Canada are insane. How many people have been given a diagnosis of IBS, which was the first diagnosis I was given in my recovery, and then I was given a proton pump inhibitor to stop excess stomach acid from, uh, you know, eating up my whatever they thought it was going to eat up. Which, funnily enough, is usually the opposite, right? So if you have stomach acid, reflux, heartburn, the first thing you should do is take a bit of apple cider vinegar, Put that in water and drink that down, and it's probably going to take care. So at the first, yeah, at the first sign of heartburn or reflux, take a a shot or so of apple cider vinegar, even like a tablespoon or so in a cup of water, and drink that down. It's probably going to take care of it within 20 minutes, Um, and that's because heartburn and reflux is often too little stomach acid that's causing fermentation to occur in the digestive system. And the acids from the fermentation are kind of bubbling back up. Very few people have true excess stomach acid. And the reason for that, there's a few reasons, but the main reason for that is that to actually digest and produce gastric juices, you have to be relaxed. Most people are living their lives in fight or flight, right? They're not sitting down to a home cooked meal and praying, and taking some deep breaths, and having some gratitude and appreciation for where that food came from. You know, and I'm guilty of this too. You know, I'll grab a food and be in the car, making a call, stuffing my face with like some smoothie bowl or whatever it is, and then catching myself, being like, okay, I'm totally just throwing food down my gullet like an animal. Um, And then I'll usually, after that, either stop and do some breathing after, which will still help your digestive process. Um, or throw some enzymes down, which is kind of a Band-Aid. I know it's you know, kind of cheating. You know, I like to um, find shortcuts and ways to you know, uh, get away with... You feel like you're kind of getting away with things, in a sense, because I do recognize that you know we only have so much time and energy, and if there's tools that you can take to mitigate the side effects of behaviors... Um, with seemingly no you know major consequences on the other side then I'm a fan of those tools right Um, so enzymes would be one of those and just making sure you're getting enough uh, support right in Ayurveda they call it the fire the Agni, the digestive fire and if you're sick and you go to an Ayurvedic practitioner or an Ayurvedic doctor they will oftentimes first focus on rebuilding your digestive fire right and things like ginger are amazing for that Right. We've probably all experienced the heat of ginger and the you know the sensation the warming sensation of ginger that can be so therapeutic right and it's like the simplest thing ever um, and so all of that again inflammation digestion that being the foundation for our healthy functioning of the brain of the body um, and so one of my favorite ways to use cannabis as part of that mission is to micro with tinctures, right? Because I don't know about, know about you guys, but I can't function for most of the work that I do if I'm stoned. It, it gets really hard. I feel like slow. I feel, uh, you know, I'm more reactive instead of responsive in my day-to-day activities. I feel like I'm just, I am just can't keep all the balls in the air. Um, but with just a little bit, just a microdose, so like, you know, five milligrams of like a a balanced THC, CBD sort of uh, tincture gives me a bit of that calming, right? A bit of that soothing. I'll usually put it in an elixir of some sort. Coffee, tea, bone broth, you know, my favorite digestive healing food. If you've got issues with your gut, look into bone broth. Yeah, bone broth. Amazing stuff. Amazing stuff. Um, And a what I sort of dub the, the ideal vegan transition food. So when I see people that are vegan or vegetarian and have actually damaged their health by being dogmatically committed to that lifestyle and not having the health awareness that needs to go along with it, bone broth is something, or at least collagen powder, is something they can usually get on board with, right? Because they understand, oh, collagen and these amino acids that aren't found in the plant kingdom are really therapeutic for my gut and they're going to make me feel better. And when someone's desperate enough, they start to open up that rigid belief system, um, and you know, maybe they put a little bit of collagen into their green juice, and that's their introduction into moving into a more integrative way of being and living. Um, and nourishing themselves, right? Practicing self-care. Because there's nothing self-loving about being dogmatically attached to a belief, in my experience, right? Most of the time when that happens, rigidity sets in, And we all know, you know, the ancient sort of Chinese Proverbs, you know, like, be like bamboo, you know, be flexible and strong. Don't be like a rigid, you know, structure that's going to snap under pressure and lead to catastrophe, right? So we want to be adaptable. We want to be able to bend and respond and react to the stresses of life that are bound to come up because we're alive, right? As long as you're breathing, you're going to have challenges. So expect them and prepare for them and have some tools in your toolkit Right, so when they do happen or if they do happen, you're like, oh, you know, I've got some bloating, I know what to do, activated charcoal is amazing, I've got some in my purse, I'm gonna pop a, pop a charcoal capsule and like, whoop, bloating gone, you know, gas gone, diarrhea gone, um, which is just another, you know. Who here's heard of activated charcoal or ever used it? Yeah, activated charcoal, yeah. So in many hospitals, that's what they give for poisoning, right? And you can buy it over the counter and it binds to everything pretty much. It adsorbs. It has a massive surface area. So anything in your your gut that you don't want to be absorbed, charcoal will grab it and pull it through you, right? So this is just a little, um, you know, traveling health hack that I like to throw out to people is to always travel with activated charcoal and or some sort of digestive enzyme or a really powerful... Uh, herbal antibiotic like uh, oregano oil or a thieves oil or rosemary oil or any of these oils that'll kill virtually anything in the bacterial microbial world um, and not give you the harsh side effects of over-the-counter or prescription antibiotics Um, right so I've traveled extensively in Peru and some of Central America and only gotten sick once and the reason why is because stupidly I had lunch late Right, so there they have a whole period, everyone, the, and I was eating street food like every day, right? I'm not the type of person who goes and like eats in fancy touristy restaurants when I'm traveling. Like, I want the legit, local, fresh off the street, grandma created, you know, mixes. And they always have red onions and chili with the meals, because those are both antimicrobial, antibiotic, they kill stuff, they have the heat, they burn it away. And so, I went and I had lunch and she had run out of the salsa. She had run out of that mixture. And like two days later, I'm on the, you know, the porcelain throne praying to the you know digestion gods. And uh I was wrecked. I was wrecked. And it stayed with me for like five days, just you know, like watery nastiness, until I found some activated charcoal mixed into some other thing at like a random pharmacy. And like instantly I took two of those and it's like whoop, okay, it's done. Right? It's done. It's like solved. So. Uh, super, super valuable. Take, just never take charcoal with your cannabis because then you're wasting it. Do
1: you, take, do you just take it daily or you wait until you're
0: sick? Like, yeah, don't take it daily. Don't take it, something like that daily because it will bind to stuff you right. do want to absorb. Right. It's like a... Time, so. yeah, yeah. It's more of like, uh, if you're going out, you know you're going to be drinking alcohol and eating restaurant food that's probably you know, fried in shitty oil and or contaminated with GMO ingredients or something like that that you don't want to absorb. You know, go, enjoy the meal, right? Don't be the person who's freaking out and scared about the food, because I've been that person too. And, you know, the way we think about our food is oftentimes more important than the actual food we're eating, in my experience, right? If you are eating a big, like, greasy pizza and drinking drinking a beer or something with your buddies and you're loving life and you're relaxed and you're having a good time, you're likely going to digest that a whole lot better then if you're guilt-tripping tripping yourself the whole time, and you're like, fuck, I shouldn't be eating this pizza, but it's so good. It's like, oh, I'm gonna be so bloated. Oh, but it's so good, you know? And then you're just like beating yourself up. It's like, it wasn't worth it. Fuck, I'm bloated and feel like shit the next day. And the momentum from that can carry on for who knows how long until you snap yourself out of it and start feeling better again. Um, all that is to say, just enjoy you know, what you do. And cannabis, again, bring that in. If you have a little bit of cannabis in your system, you're more likely to have the spaciousness and the awareness to be like, oh, I'm eating really fast, right? Or I'm not breathing properly. I'm like, I'm not really breathing at all. And slow down and expand the diaphragm and bring yourself back to that centered place, um, which is literally just you know, a few breaths or tokes away in many cases. And the more you train yourself to do this, the easier it becomes, right? And I'm to the point now, and this isn't to brag or anything, but once I get high, I have to move. Like I have to move, like we were doing our intro thing a few days ago at this retreat and I'm literally on the ground with a massage ball in my hip, a gymnastic ring around my foot, stretching and releasing my hip and just like, I mean that's just what I do and I'm a multitasker by nature, but um, like if I wasn't doing that, I'd get anxious. I'd be like, I gotta do something, I gotta move, I got all this energy, I gotta do something with it. which leads me into my next favorite way to integrate cannabis into a wellness lifestyle, which is self massage, right? So this can be as simple as a tennis ball or a golf ball or a lacrosse ball and you and the floor, right? That's all you need to be able to do some really, really deep releasing work. But that can be pretty painful and uh, I don't know about you, but it's a lot easier to be with discomfort when I have some medicine in my system, right, when I've got some cannabis on board, which we know clinically reduces the severity or the intensity of pain. Um, And so something I would invite you to explore if you haven't done it in the past and or if you know you've got, you know, just tension in your hips that just is always pulling on your back and just, you know, issues. We've all got issues, right? It's uh, it's not easy to remain aligned and balanced when we are sitting all the time or driving all the time and putting ourselves in compromised positions. And so, bringing cannabis into that picture, you know, get your favorite, you know, strain, whatever it is. Maybe get an audio book or a podcast, right? Um, Dr. Price's podcast. Fire that up on YouTube, Or or mine. You know, get ready, lie down, take your medicine, and then just get curious. Right? Take that ball and just roll around until you find something that's like, ooh, like there's something there. And then just hang out with it. Right? Just hang out with it, breathe deeply into it. Um, and within the course of 20 minutes to you know, an hour or more, if you have the time, if you make that time for yourself, you will not only release really deep-seated tension right, that's been hanging out in your tissues, but you'll learn something from whatever material you're putting in. Um, and you know, besides the time investment, it's essentially free. You don't have to go pay someone like myself or like a massage, you know, or acupuncture person, you know, hundreds of dollars to work on you, right? Which is great when you have the time and the resources to do it. By all means, spoil yourself with, with all those things. But for your day-to-day, you know, um, self-care, it's something super easy, super easy, and you know, just a little bit on the ground, roll around. Um, there's some great resources. Uh, Yoga Tune-Up is a really cool resource for self-massage. Um, Yoga Tune-Up will be a company. Um, and they sell a set of massage balls that has everything you'll probably ever need, and a DVD to teach you how to use them.
1: I love that set. I bought it. It's my favorite. Yeah. I bought it for myself for Christmas. I used to massage
0: myself like four hours <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's good, it's good. Um, and so like I said, you'll be able to go deeper and stay with things longer if cannabis is in your system, um, just because of its you know grounding nature. Is that camera still going, is it? No, okay. Um, any questions so far? Has anything came up for anybody that? I am for hire. I happy to yeah happy to synergize happy to synergize. Just because I actually want to
1: ask Dr.
0: Yeah. Just kind of yeah, so I don't know how much actual like clinical data there is. Oh yeah, so the question was um, cannabinoids and the gut and sort of interactions and things there. Um, and I am not, you know, a clinical researcher, like scientific article, like diver into kind of person. I'm more of a, that sounds cool, let me try it and see what happens. And then see if there's other stuff to validate it later. I can talk to you about it. Yeah, Yeah. Um, but so, from what I know, right, so from what I know and a little bit of experience is that because it can be anti-inflammatory, now I wonder, and I'm curious if anyone here would fall in this category, if you have patients, um, if people are using THC to um, medicate, like an IBS or an IBD or Crohn's or colitis or whatever that thing is but they don't make dietary and lifestyle changes, are they simply killing the pain and causing the damage or is there actual damage reversal, like being halted and reversed? Is
1: there a question?
0: Well, that's, that's something that I've been thinking about that your talk sparked in me yesterday.
1: Mm. um it was done on Crohn's patients um and those who used cannabis went steroid free at eight weeks uh and no lifestyle changes whatsoever the only difference was cannabis mm. versus steroids. okay and uh, there was definitely a significant difference so they were able to be st- they weren't in remission which means on colonoscopy they still had evidence of disease but they were pain-free and steroid-free at eight or 12 weeks, I can't remember Okay. but I can uh, So, which definitely suggests that structural change as well. So, it's... What was Crohn's patients? Crohn's patients, Uh, in particular, Uh, yeah. Is
0: Is this edibles, or are they smoking, Uh, or...?
1: they were they Great question. I have have that, and I... Yeah. It was... I think it was... I'll tell you, I have the studies here. I'll
0: tell you in a second. Okay. And maybe we can continue talking about that after, after. but, um, any other questions on anything I've said so far? No. Okay. Um, another piece for cannabis and a wellness sort of lifestyle, which is something I've been, um, it was a few years ago when I first grew cannabis. And it's funny because now that the government is coming out and legalizing things federally and they have this whole, you know, like four plants for personal use kind of rule. It's funny because when I looked up in the criminal code five years ago, prior to starting growing in my parents' backyard, right, I wanted to know what kind of implications would I be putting my parents at if someone were to come or whatever. Um, there was no criminal charge for five plants or less. There never has been from what I could tell. So it's always been legal to grow five plants or less for personal use. People just haven't known that and been exercising that right. Which is funny, right? But now it's like, ooh, now we can do it, right? So... Indoor and outdoor? Hmm? And outdoor never I don't know if they specified indoor-outdoor. Okay. I only ever grew outdoor. outdoor yeah, yeah. Um, and that's just to say that when you do grow plants at home, um, even growing hemp plants, you can take the leaves off of those plants and use them in salads and smoothies and... It's very interesting because you know, you're know you only getting the acid form of the cannabinoids when they're not cooked like that, like if you're putting them into a fruit smoothie and blending it. And yet, I still felt different. Like when I would put like a handful of green big fan leaves into my smoothie, I would have this sort of sense of calm throughout the day that was very subtle. It's like if I didn't tune into it, I would not notice it. It was very subtle and i don't even know what was actually going on and i mean you're getting a lot of good nutrition from those leaves right they're green so you're getting getting your magnesium you're getting a bunch of silica i believe um but it's super simple right and if and when and i encourage you guys to all learn how to grow a few plants and just throw the leaves in whatever right make juice with them throw a few in your green juice throw a few in your smoothie saute them with your eggs whatever you want to do um that's just one more way to use the plant right it's like one more thing you don't have to buy somewhere and I look forward to the day actually where you see in like stores you know like freeze-dried hemp leaves as like a product which I imagine will be a thing probably be a really lucrative business actually right just grow a bunch of hemp freeze the leaves and sell them to the hippies that want to be healthy and they'll pay you top dollar for you know those leaves yeah yeah um exactly yeah 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 um, and the last thing is more on the uh, cognitive creative spiritual side of self-care um, there's a great book that i read years ago you can still get it on amazon i think They'll, it's probably outdated at this point but i loved it because of the title right this lady did not pull any punches it's the benefits of marijuana she was still using the word marijuana which is kind of unfortunate. Um, but this is like a clinical psychologist and researcher and addiction counselor and I believe she also studied Ayurveda in India and her whole book was about the the physical uh, mental and spiritual benefits of using this plant and it's like finally here's a resource with someone with some you know credentials um, Saying flat out there's benefits to this plant right straight-up benefits not just that it's not dangerous or the whole harm reduction idea But it's just therapeutic right and she was using it to get people off alcohol as part of her counseling approach uh, quite successfully and every time again bring it back to the movement practice and yoga which is in its holistic sense way more than a movement practice right that's the one aspect of yoga but every time that i'm in a yoga class particularly in a group and we've tuned in and we've had our vapor and you do your you know three ohms to start the class it's like electric, like, at least in my experience, like you feel the vibration of that room and the connection and the energetic essence that's like been awakened. Which to me is a spiritual experience, like that's my church, right? Getting high and doing yoga is church for me. And I was raised in the, the, the traditional church, which... Uh, I mean, they've forgotten all about this plant that was apparently in their oil recipes back in the day, like holy anointing oils. They had cannabis in there, which makes sense, right? It's like, we're going to use this amazing oil. Of course, there's going to be some medicinal plants in there. Um, So I just to say that to awaken that spiritual side, which I believe is there for all of us and is our real uh, core, right? The essence of our self-care is that recognition of our spiritual nature, and the honoring of that right and the expressing of that and the cultivation of that with community is really you know so profoundly impactful right in so many beautiful ways and speaks to the power of community which i don't know about you guys but i don't see a whole lot of real community happening these days right we've got like networks and social networks and various groups that we're parts of but a lot of them are very insular right they're very Not even necessarily by design, but exclusionary, just based on, you know, you're not going to be there unless you're doing that type of activity and have those type of interests. Um, And so, awakening that community aspect, which is really what we're doing here, right, to sort of bring it full circle. We're creating that community again. Um, And those of us that have been retreating here have got a taste of that, you know, spending four full days with this sort of communal aspect. Which every time I get a chance to do that, I just feel like reborn and nourished on a level that no vitamin or supplement or superfood is ever going to do. Um, and I've had, you know, the experience. Probably many of us have had this experience of doing all the things right, quote unquote. So you're eating really well, super clean. You're cooking your own meals. You're working out. You're getting your eight hours of sleep. You're doing your yoga. You know, doing all that stuff. You're reading your self-help books, whatever other, you know thing, self-care thing that we're supposed to do, and yet if you don't have meaningful social connection, you're probably still going to feel depressed, right? And that was literally me during nutrition school. I had a bit of a community in the nutrition school itself, but I was fresh to Toronto, and uh, you know, I was doing all those things. I was taking my supplements, I was eating all these good foods, and I still felt like empty because I was spending more time behind a screen than with people. Right? And with my feet on the ground and the sun on my skin and in my eyes and on my face and um, you know, getting my hands in the dirt, all these really simple things that, again, cannabis can help encourage us to do, to be more playful, right? more explorative. I found myself yesterday, we did a cannabis and spirituality talk and experience in the woods, and I was inspired to go to the creek and smear mud on my face. Right, And that's not something, that's not something I would usually do. Right? Usually my mind would kick in, that's stupid. Don't do that. What, who are you? That's, you know, that's some childish nonsense. Whatever the bullshit story of schooling and you know, people put in me, it's just not there. It's like, oh, this mud is so rich and alive, and I want it on my face. Um, and it was great. It was great, right? Um, which is just to say that play, right? I'll kind of wrap this up. So community and play. I really think the way to create the sustainable movement is to have as much play built into it as possible because we know human beings thrive when we play, right? Play is essential for children. It's great for adults too, right? I don't know if you've forgotten that. You may have at some point. Um, but it's, it's the way, it's the, the vehicle that we can use to create more of a holistic lifestyle of a balanced lifestyle of a sustainable lifestyle that's gonna be worth passing on to our kids and their kids and the next generations, right? And I can just wrap with this is that, you know, what are we gonna pass on, right? Even if you don't care about your own health that much, you're not super into, you know, the body or whatever it is, you know, what is that we're leaving for these next generations? And is it going to be better than we found it or is it gonna be more of the same? I mean, clearly it's gonna be different and judging from gatherings like this, it's going to be a lot better. Um, and so I really feel like the way to do that, to create rebirth, you know, this sense of paradise on earth, right? Re- reimagining the Garden of Eden, which never really left, but we were just kind of kicked out of, or told we were kicked out of, by a myth thousands of years ago. Um, I think the way is to play our way through to, through and to paradise, so that we can live these lives and be our best selves and uh, share what it is we're here to share with our community. So I'll wrap there. Again, my name is Brian Hardy. Um, Happy to chat. Um, Yeah, brianhardy.ca, and you can find me on Instagram, brianhardy7, it's brian with a Y. Um, And I'm happy to chat. You know, I see clients one-on-one, I do small group stuff, I'm doing more event stuff. And, uh, you know, if chronic pain, recovery, or digestion are plaguing your health I can probably help I do we talked about it earlier I'll mention it again redefining reality which is an intersection of wellness business and a global tribe of inspired change makers of y'all so thank you for being part and letting me share my piece (laughs) b-r-y b-r-y-a-n-h-a-r-d-y thank you guys
1: during our uh, mm-hmm. retreat here and um, amp coil
0: vibrational session so um, which probably doesn't mean much to you any of those words um but again if if chronic pain and tension are in your system um then we can chat more about you know what that is and cool. it's it's good stuff it's good thank stuff you. yes thank, you, thank you, so you guys thank you, thank you. Wonderful job. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay.
1: so um a few quick announcements before uh we can <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Yeah, so good. Thank you. And okay, Hopefully so the first is. camera
0: crapped out. However,
1: mm-hmm.
0: the backup was there.
1: Okay. I you think lost, I got all the sound.
0: Perfect. we so lost like only two minutes in the very beginning. But you were I don't think you Thank you for listening, my friends. You know what to do. If you appreciated this episode, head on over to iTunes, give this a podcast a subscription a rating, and a review. It helps so much with getting more people to find the show, to tune into the show, and to potentially change their lives because of the information and the guests that we have on. So that would be so much appreciated. Until next time, love your life and keep redefining reality. Between
2: the love that we leave one that we pray for now Give us balance on the past said there's no need to ask for more Between the love that we seek and the love that's already there now Let this soften my soul and focus my stare I said this life got me by the heart said it's in a vice. Not too proud to go and seek advice When I know that I really ain't Knowing nothing at all I said perhaps I do Made a transition and I finally got a clue But I ain't got a clue on what to do When I'm sitting and waiting and forming a plan When I'm taking my life in my hands Said that I am worthy No matter what they say I have purpose When I'm following my Dharma and I serve this well, this is what I'm aiming for. Everything I need, and all that I am grateful for. And this is where we find out how to live. Make me the trees, and I swear that I'll give everything I can to keep air in your lungs. Truth on your tongue, the work is never done. Hey. balance on the past and there's no need to ask for more between the love that we seek and the love that's already there that let this soften my soul and focus my stare. yeah i almost lost hope but i didn't had to learn things the hard way to cope with the mission sometimes it seems so far away and the vision Didn't play out how I saw it, but the message and the lesson manifested in the knowledge That my love is the palette, groovy and colorful My love is in spirit, physical and tangible This love is worthy, but it's gonna take some work If you're willing and available, there's things that we could learn Between what comes naturally and what you gotta work for Beneath all the things. That we all seem to dig for deep ninja health buddha you were made to transform so go on with your bad self put you back into it go on with your higher self sweat and blood prove it if you want it you can have it pay your dues witness magic wrap it up in a package give it back to the masses past said there's no need to ask for more between the love that we seek and the love that's already there that let it soften my soul and focus my stare.